Welcome back, everyone, to Match Their Energy. Now, today, guys, we have a very special guest, or should I say guests? <laughs> we have two today. One, you actually just met in the last month. I'm sticking to my New Year's resolution of having a guest a month, and I'd like to introduce Mac back to the pod and <laughs> her sister, Lex. Hello. Hello. Thank I'm you, guys. Back. I just can't stay away from Match Their Energy. <laughs> Match Their Energy will always have you back. Don't even. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for being back on the pod. Well, obviously, Mac and then Lex, yeah. thanks for joining us. <laughs> thanks for having me. Yeah, I, had to, I had to get the sister duo. Like, I couldn't I couldn't just have one without not the other. So it's like I had to yeah. do a nice little combo deal. Package. So obviously, uh, Mac and I have been friends for a really long time. But Lex and I didn't start getting, like, Oh yeah, so Lex is Mac's <laughs> older sister. I should clarify that. How old? Uh, how many years are you guys apart? Uh, three years. Three years, eh? So mm -hmm. Lex is Max's older sister, and her and I started becoming like really good friends. Like, I don't know, maybe in the last like five years, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was around. It was just before I moved it, and into that apartment. It was like right. the year. So I think I was twenty. 21. Yeah, you started no, having Sunday okay. fun days with us. No, no. Sunday fun days. I was 25. I was 24, 25. That's, but, but I always liked you. It was just that we got closer. Yeah. Uh, Lex, Lex and I went to the same elementary school and high school as well. But um, I remember you telling me a story, Lex, about me being late <laughs> to Mackenzie's birthday party. Oh, I remember <laughs> this. I remember this. <laughs> a classic. The classic, classic. story. So uh, my, sister, my sister talks about that story more often than you'd like. Than, yeah. <laughs> um, Lex, tell the audience. Tell the audience. Um, so I'll set the scene. It was um, Kenny's. I don't know if it was uh, nine years old or ten. It was a birthday party. Nope, that's a lie. It wasn't a birthday party. It was a Christmas party. That's what oh. it was. Oh, okay. And um, no one showed up. Loser fest. Um, a bunch of people didn't come <laughs> because it was really bad weather out. So, like, that makes sense. But uh, I remember my mom made so many, like, treats and everything and whatever. And no one showed up except for, like, Laura Tiliato. Doesn't matter why I say her name, but whatever. <laughs> and, then, and then Caitlin shows up thinking she's going to be the hero because she finally shows up so late. But, like, not many people were there anyway. And she comes in. She's, like, a half an hour, 35 minutes late. And she's, like storms in and she's like oh sorry i was so late i was too busy winning this prize and it was, <laughs> and it was a thrilling prize i remember and i was like okay like you're not the only one that didn't come or was late so but it was pretty oh funny God. but um, you were, you were cocky i think you just thought it was like you were really excited about winning like you were being honest like you weren't even honest. trying to be you know what's the funny thing is it's like that's not even a flex that's just me like winning my like community like yeah. curling bond spiel not even like anything like olympic prize no it was like one of those participation trophies so i was way too proud of that shit <laughs> too busy winning this too busy yeah. too busy winning sorry guys i'm sorry i was 30 minutes late i was too busy like winning and shit <laughs> i uh, remember so vividly it's crazy that is so funny i know um lex and i like i would definitely say i've known you for a really long time but within the last couple of years we've gotten really close and mac lex and i like we'll just do shit together it just makes me laugh like if you want to laugh, you talk to these sisters. Like, they make me laugh so much. And, like, their whole family's hilarious. Um, my favorite story, for sure, is definitely the, spe that. the special guest at uh, 
a restaurant we went to where Mac decided to surprise oh. us on family day. Oh yeah. His dad. My dad. Yeah, her dad. So Black Mac Moon images. Black Moon images. Oh, don't don't do that. <laughs> So Max said to, uh, we were hanging out together. It was family day. It was like family day of like 2020. Cause it was right before the pandemic. I remember that. And, um, and Max like, okay, hey, we're going to go to this restaurant. We're going to get some Caesar. She's like, but I planned a special guest and Lex was driving and she's like, who the hell is this special guest? Like, who are you trying to invite to this party? Like, we're just having like, it's Caesars on a Monday. We roll in. It's their dad sitting at the table. <laughs> and Max, like, so proud of that moment being like, that's our special guest. There he is, Ian Black. Ian Black. So, special guest. Now, I want to kind of jump into a few things. I want to talk about something. So, we're all girls in our 20s, and we've all talked about dating. We've talked about the highs and lows of internet dating, the highs and lows of dating in general. But I want to get your guys' take on the concept of the whole you are now dating to marry in your 20s and so. later yeah. instead of like just casually dating. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, it's literally right now, it's either, sorry, um, I cut you off there. Uh, no, you didn't. <laughs> it's literally like. You cut um, me off. Yeah, so. <laughs> so <laughs> It's true. You're either getting, oh, oh mar- mar- what? <laughs> sorry. You're getting into relationships and dating just to either break up or get married. So a lot of people are like, what's the friggin' point? Unless I'm pretty sure. But a lot of people are like, oh, why not just have fun? So there's no way. I get the point just- of it. I get the point of it where it's like, you may as well really, really love the person if you're going to date them now because you don't want to waste any more years. You know? Mm, I so I get that. I don't think people should shame people for just dating around though. Like if it depends on how casual you are, like if you're, if you're, you know, just casually dating five guys and just kind of feeling it all out. Sure. Why not? But if like, if you've been casually dating someone for a couple of months, it's like, all right, like wrap it up, figure it out. Yeah. Figure it out. Do you think it's fair though, that people are like, well, like, okay, so I just turned 25 and they're like, well, you're getting up there. Maybe you should not date. However, do you think the pandemic putting a damper on dating, like, to be honest, though, like, how, mu- how much have you been dating in the last two years, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. do you think it's fair to be like, well, now you're older, you should be looking at long term stuff. But it's like, I lost two whole years of my of my youth, not being able to just casually date. What are your guys thoughts on that? I mean, I have no excuse for the 28 years. But, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, Caitlin, actually. That's, that's yeah. what everyone's saying. They're actually two years younger than they are because they lost two I years. I would also say a lot of people broke up during COVID. So now yeah. that things are slowly starting to open and get back to normal. People are just being like, well, I'm just going to pick up where I left off from the breakup and just have explore other people and relationships and hang out with uh, different types of people in person. That brings up uh, that brings up a really good point. Do you know, like, the TikTok, the TikTok thing where it's like, where I'm going to be is in other people's business. Did you ever do like random Instagram deep dives when you were like somehow noticed that somebody broke up? Cause I know for sure one person I definitely deep dived on and I was like, wow, I did not like house together engagement, everything. And then all of a sudden it was gone. I think I know. Yeah, you do know because we've talked about it, but Mm -hmm. I'm not naming the person. But however, uh, do you think, Oh oh, yeah, we all know because we've all talked about it, but it's the sense that it's like, 
did you like did you ever go kind of down that rabbit hole where you're like whoa i swear to god you were in a committed relationship like a couple of months ago because of covid now you're broken up did you guys ever do things like that like a little deep dive wait what do you mean do you did are you asking if we like just would just create people's profiles and then just kind of notice no them? it's just you just like when you're on instagram like scrolling and all oh. of a sudden you saw somebody post a photo and you're like wait weren't you just engaged did yeah. you ever kind of find out like that way there was like a good handful of people that i noticed like a lot of, a lot of changed them because of mm-hmm. covid like a lot of relationships or yeah i noticed that what about you lex yeah. with your age yeah so i noticed like a lot of people because either they live together or they have to work from home or something they're like they're it probably made their relationship downhill or like you know what i mean because they're like always together they can't go anywhere so like i can't imagine living with somebody like uh, during covid like that's such a that is such a good point because i know like sucks. the saying you start to hate them like i mean let, yeah. unless you with them for a long time like i was i don't know but like i just know that like newer relationships didn't last for sure i know that but, too though a lot of the saying is is that you don't know somebody in true until you truly live with them and i feel like if you were already kind of on the rocks before yeah. the pandemic started and then now you were literally like working from home living together all this extra stress i feel like that is probably why we saw a lot of things crumble within the first year and you can't like do anything with like friends or like go out and mingle with other people as well. So you're just with each other. Like I know you should be happy, obviously, and not everyone has this experience like I did. But like, you know, I you think just, you also it, have to have you have to have similar interests as the person that you're yeah. stuck in the in the apartment with or house. It's like I didn't have similar interests with someone, and that didn't go over well yeah you yeah see there's a yeah. plan we, we it's just us so we made yeah well, good you know. point eh yeah i think too though it's like you you have to be really good friends like you have to be best friends with your partner first before you can really like see a future with them like if you don't already get along or don't have a lot of similar interests like what are you gonna do 30 down the 30 down 30 years down the road when you have kids and shit and it's like well yeah. i'm gonna go to my room you can go hang out in the living room like that kind of shit but Mm-hmm. I just find that the concept of being like you shouldn't be casually dating in your 20s I think it's very flawed because I don't think it's fair because I mm-hmm. don't think that society puts way too much of a pressure on age right now and it being oh, like yeah I, just, yeah yeah I understand that like when you're 35 your chances of having kids like cut in half however like how do you know I don't want to get married have a kid and meet my significant I could all do that in a year like I could do it it'd be rushed <laughs> but I could <laughs> I'd be terrified that I could I could make it happen. Don't challenge me. I'll make it happen. But my point is, is that I don't think it's fair that people put pressure on that age thing. And then also mm-hmm. too, though, when we're talking about like in the new way of dating, which we've talked about, Mac and I talked about hinge dating, or we've talked about in-person dating as uh, Lex, you mentioned, like not being able to go out and mingle. What are your thoughts on the concept of a boyfriend soft launch? So oh. for my listeners that don't know what I mean, a boyfriend soft launch is like, Say you start dating somebody, but you don't want to make it public yet. So you start doing like little tidbits of information. So what you do is you take a photo of their hand. You're in a group setting or you take a photo of their back when they're not looking, but you don't let the people, <laughs> the public see who you're actually dating. I just want to talk about the poll I did on my personal Instagram and guys, make sure to follow us on match their energy. So what I did is I did six questions about dating and I wanted to see what people had to say. So the first question I asked was, do you think there should be pressure to start to settle down when you hit 25 to 28? And 98% of you guys said, let me live. Then I did another one where it was, 
do you think dating is linear? And it was 97% of you said a roller coaster. 3% said straight line. So a few of you did think it was very much like direct to the point. Then I asked, what are your thoughts on a boyfriend soft launch? And 52% said love them and 48% said stupid. So we actually had quite a divide, which I found really interesting. I asked you as well, do you think the pandemic has put a two-year delay on dating? 68% said yes, 92%, I'm sorry, 68% said yes, 32% said no. I truly think that it has put a delay on dating, so I'm going to go in the yes category. Um, we also asked, do you think online dating has made dating easier or harder? 62% of you said it has made it harder, 38% of you has said it has become easier. I asked, do you think people should casually date or date to marry in their late 20s? So I'm talking like 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. And 61% said casual and 39% said married. So some people still think that you should start settling down in your later years. And then my last question was, those were all my questions. Anyway, so it's kind of an interesting um, conclusion from what people were thinking about my poll. So... So what are your guys' thoughts on this whole soft launch thing? I've noticed it, like, really consecutively within the last, like, six months. Like, it's really picked up. I love the title, soft launch. <laughs> but, yeah. <okay. laughs> no, I think it's, um, I think it's fun. It's like, oh, keeps you on your toes. And I like it. I like the idea of it. I don't, I, I feel like it can, can be annoying if it's, like, dragged on like you know with uh, Kylie Jenner and the pregnancy thing like she <laughs> kind of teased it oh but, good point yeah there's soft pregnancies too soft launch pregnancies I've never even heard of a soft launch pregnancy I, I was like what it. I've never heard of that before you just made dude you're a trendsetter I know <laughs> um, guess, what's your, what are your thoughts on a soft launch yeah what are your thoughts Lex yeah I think people do it a lot of the times like by accident or as a joke like with their friends like they might like snapchat like the guy's hand or like whatever with their friends or something or post it on a story because one they don't want uh the guy to think that they think they're cool two like mm. they just aren't really telling everybody because they don't want it known i have so, a like, friend they're, they're no that's a really good point i have a friend yeah. that wore a hoodie and like just made themselves look like a guy and then took a, the other friend that was going through a breakup took a photo of that person <laughs> to make it look like they were hanging with a guy, but it was actually a girl. <laughs> yeah, I've done that with Rachel, literally. Are you? You did it. It was Rachel the guy. It's creative. <laughs> this was sad. I forgot it was you. No, no, no. Like it wasn't on purpose. I just took a video or a picture, and like she looked like a guy, and like I was. Like just starting things with this person. You that didn't I was like, deny. Now it's gonna look like you didn't deny. Now it's gonna look like I'm hanging out with a guy. Oh my huh? god! So, so you literally were like catfishing Rachel on the internet as a guy, so that you could show to another guy that hey, I'm I'm with somebody else. Like right now, I'm super cool. <laughs> kind of, but it wasn't like at first it wasn't on purpose, and then I looked at it. It was a soft launch. Yeah, it was a soft launch. Yeah, it was a soft launch. After I was like, oh my god, you look like a guy in this. It was kind of like funny. That's but actually really funny. Back to, sorry, I have one thing. Back to like the third, like being like people shaming you of your age and stuff, and you have to like yeah. watch. I was gonna say that everybody has a different timeline, so you can't base it on that. And everyone has a different like growing up thing. Like you, you know, there's people that are like 
for like a lovers in high school. And then there's people that like meet years later, like everyone's going to do different things. So no one should judge that. No, that's a great point because I think that brings up to the conversation of engagements and stuff. And that if you started dating when you were like 16 and people are like, why aren't you married yet? And you're the age of like 22. It's like, first off, I'm still a child. So it's like, I'm still trying to get my career sorted just because I have the partner I want to be with for the rest of my life doesn't mean that I have to jump on the bandwagon to get Mm -hmm. engaged. So I think that's a great point on that sense too. It's not even just about settling down, having kids. It's also about like, okay, so why aren't you getting married yet? You've been with them for four years. Why aren't you married yet? It's like, I do agree with you hundred percent. Like financially, they're maybe not, they're not stable. Maybe they're changing careers. Maybe they want to buy a house first. Maybe they want to see how things go living together. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that's such a good point. And I think too, that kind of, sorry, Maybe it's no one's business to ask, you know, it's so, you know, to be like, I wouldn't ask if, if someone's doing anything until they told me that they're doing something like, you know, absolutely. Yeah. You're so right. And I think that's a funny thing too, about the whole, the whole boyfriend soft lunch concept is that it's like, okay, I'm hanging out with somebody, but you don't need to know who, nor are you going to know because it's my business, not yours. You know what But it's a way of saying that it's like, mm -hmm. sorry. What does it remind you of? I'm going to argue that point of um, don't ask because I think they want people to ask. It's like someone saying like, I have so Ah, much drama to tell you, but I can't tell you until later. And it's like, all you want to know now is like, screw you. Why'd you tell me that? Or, you know, just tell me all. No, no, no. Do you think it's like a, do you think it's like a tease? tease? I don't think so. It's kind of like rude. Like if I was to ask like, Oh, when are you guys getting married to like, we'll say Casey and Nate because they're married now. But like that, then that puts pressure on them. You know what I mean? Don't ask. No, like, don't, I'm saying like to. I'm talking about like when they slowly hide it, like when they subtly oh, that, just okay. the hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sorry. I thought you were talking about something else. No. Do you think though? Do you think that they're fun, or do you think they're kind of manipulative in the sense because it's like, are you posting it because you want people to wonder who you're dating, or are you posting it because it's new, fresh, and you don't want to go public yet? Is it a, is it's... it a sweet gesture, or is it a kind of a ma- manipulative gesture? I think it's because they don't want to uh, get their hopes up. And they, oh. case, they're not going to post. That's a really good point. Yeah, I didn't even true. think about Because it's embarrassing to tag all these freaking pictures and posts and then be like, never mind. Yeah, yeah. God. But that's because I always have so much doubt in my the relationship. Because you're like, yeah. oh, it's probably not going to work out. Oh, yeah. see, guys. Obviously. This banter. I love yeah, it. You're so right. We got some good points. Because I would never post anything until I'm for sure. Cause then it's just like, Oh, what if it gets taken away or doesn't, you know, that's why I think that like a boyfriend soft launch or any type of soft launch can be very much uh, catastrophic because if somebody like, so say, say you start dating a new guy, whatever you guys go out to coffee, you have no photos together. And then all of a sudden you post a photo of like the back of him. And he's like, looks at your story. He's like, why did you post this? And why did (laughs) I not know you were taking the photo? And then what if he doesn't like that? And then it's like, Oh, it's like, Oh, okay. Like, you see what I kind of mean? Unless you're kind of more in a more stable relationship, then start sliding in the photos. Don't go full on like Joe Goldberg and like taking photos from them from across the room. You know what I'm talking about? No, like, yeah. Great little photograph of his, uh, his side profile looking looking that way. Little emoji. Yeah, looking that way. You can't do oh, that. I hate when people do that. That drives me nuts when people post Instagram photos and then they put an emoji right over the person's face. It's like, don't post it if you're not going to no. show who they are, you asshole. Yeah, don't post it. Kind of hurtful because what are you saying? I'm ugly that you have to put an emoji there? Like, oh, yeah. oh are you trying to hide me? That's are another thing too. 
Are you yeah, a pair? Hiding, you probably have a side gig going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got a side chick. My God, guys. We're turning a little detective detectives here. Um, I do agree with you guys there completely. There's some really good points. I understand that it's like, God, there's a lot of pros and a lot of benefits. There's pros and there's a lot of cons. But I want to kind of take a little bit of a swerve here. And I kind of want to go into like, get out of dating, get out of that kind of shit. And I want to talk about you two and how you guys are the hostesses with the mostesses. <laughs> now, no. I would I would like to say confidently as a person who has been to a few of you guys' get-togethers, like <laughs> great tunes, great music, cold-ass drinks, and always a good time. Yeah. That's all you <laughs> I would attribute that more to Lexus. I'm pretty lazy when it comes to hosting. <laughs> she pretty much does everything. So, Lex, take this one yeah. away. So Lex, okay, so if we're going to put all the, we're going to give you all the glory, because to be honest, you are such a good host, but you guys come by it honestly, like your parents are literally like the hostesses with the most, it's like, they're always down to have people over, dinner parties, hangouts in the backyard, drinks on the patio, that kind of shit, mm -hmm. like, you guys just come by it honestly, but like, so Lex, mm -hmm. yes, when you, like, give me your like tips for how you throw a party, like, what are your go-tos, what do you know not to do, what are your power party fouls, that kind of shit um okay so always make sure your speaker is charged number one you don't oh. want it to die and you also want to make sure that you're already connected before people get there because you don't want any silence that's just embarrassing and then and even if you have silence for a little bit have something else on in the background like the tv or something like you can't it's just too awkward you don't want everyone yeah. walking and, and you want you don't want everyone walking in and then be like oh who was here before like and no one like you know so um, you obviously, obviously want to be clean. That's another whole thing. Clean and tidy mm -hmm. and everything. But um, music, for sure. Make sure your speaker and stuff is charged. Um, make sure you have people that are actually going to show up. Because the worst is when people bail last minute. And then you have, like, a small thing that happens. Because that happens, too. <laughs> like, you know, like, make sure. Like, I don't know. People get annoyed when you start to plan on a, on a Tuesday, Wednesday for a Saturday. But it comes in handy with freaking people our 100%, age. 100%, yeah. Yeah, so there's that. Um, make sure you have some food. I'm not much of an eater when I drink, but a lot of people are. And then um, have tons of ice prepared because worse is warm-ass drinks. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> and so, then, yeah. That's, no, that's I, those are, like, I never thought about the speaker tip, to be honest. Like, that literally, like, mm -hmm. that wouldn't even have, that's such a smart tip, and it's just so basic, like, party, like, party rules 101. Yeah. Yeah. Or say if I have to go pick up somebody, I'll already make sure I'm connected before I leave. So that I, when I walk in that door, turn it on, yeah. it's already connected. I don't have to oh. worry about this. It takes 10 minutes to connect. Yeah. That's really smart. Right. So do you prefer like smaller gatherings? Or do you prefer larger? Like what's your um, like kind of, what's your kind of party size that you're looking for normally? I think, uh, if you have a bigger party, it, it gets lost and you feel like it's too much and it doesn't always mesh well. Mm -hmm. And then there's too many friend groups going on and you're like, I don't know where to start. But Yeah, you feel like you're like watching Netflix shows and there's so many to yeah, do going, boom, boom, and boom. you waste your yeah. whole life just deciding on a movie. Going back and forth. Yeah. It's kind of like, or like oh, video that's games. that's such a good point, yeah. When you have like the four corners and video games and you're like, which one am I looking at? Like, that's what it's like too. But then if you're oh, so like small. Oh, like you're playing like Nintendo. Yeah. So like, smaller yeah. Group, yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. Smaller groups are better because usually everyone can get get along. 
or you have a couple like different conversations going like three like you know what i mean but unless you're having like a rager then no one cares what's happening like it could be the biggest good point but it either has to be a really big party or like a smaller group ish you can't have it in between because it's just an awkward there's going to be some people standing by themselves there's going to be people in a big group and then there's going to be people like i'm not having fun at all have you like so you're kind of more of a small kickback kind of girl then yeah unless like yeah i really want to have a big thing but Mm -hmm. and then it's hard because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings by not inviting them so it's like i can't invite two people so the smaller the groups, the better, because you could just be like, I only wanted this group yeah. of people. Like, you know what I mean? Do you find, like, being exclusive be hard? Like, do you find it, like, when you have a set, say you only want to have 10 people, and somebody's like, can I bring my significant other? And you're like, look, like, I'm capping it at 10. I already I, don't want more than that. Do you have a hard time with that? And how do you combat yeah. that? I, unless I really don't like them, I have no reason to not invite them. Like, you know what Good I mean? Point. So, like, yeah, I'll, I'll invite I'm anyone like, like uh, I have a hard time saying no. Like I, I don't mind other people coming unless it's like getting too crazy. I'm like, ah, it's too many people. So mm-hmm. like, but normally I would just like let it happen. Like, and it depends on who it is. Like if I, if I, if I like them, then it's fine. But if I think that they're gonna be a little menace, then no. My thing is, is like, <laughs> I'll say no to be responsible, and then an hour later I'll have a couple drinks in, getting loose. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, Never mind too. for sure. Bring your friends. So yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Depends guess- on who's asking me. Dep- like, it depends on what friend is asking me to do it. Like, certain oh, friends, okay. certain perks. I'm like, yeah, sure, you can bring them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you find, though, like, are you, like, sometimes do you feel a little bit overwhelmed being the host? Like, I've personally hosted a few things, and I love being the host, but then I also, it's because I love all the attention on me, and I love <laughs> how everybody's like, Kaylin, you're doing a great job, and then I think to myself, I am doing a great job. Do you have sometimes like find that it's like a little too overwhelming and you're like, I don't want to do this ever again? Yes. Or do you like being in control of a situation no. like that? When people ask me, like when people, when I come over, when they, sorry, when I host a pre or something and then they're just yeah. like constantly like, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? And I'm just trying to enjoy myself. I just hate being mm-hmm. the main person. I'm lazy. I like to just chill. I don't want to like, I just feel like I'm constantly at people's beck and calls and I just want to sit on the couch. <laughs> totally. I get yeah. that. We are the the complete opposite, like seriously. So like, I would rather it be in my house than have to go somewhere. Like I I would rather like have people over and if they're like annoying and they're late, that's what makes me angry. And the only thing Mm. that stresses me out is when people are late. Cause I'm like, don't say you're going to be somewhere and then not be there. But, and then I've been ready for hours. Like I figured it out. Like you just, you know, but like, I like to do, I like to have everything done and everything ready and uh, and I like to host and stuff. And I usually just have fun because everything's organized. But if I was someone that didn't have everything organized, then I'd be stressed. You know? No, that's a really good point. So when you're saying, like, when you mentioned a little bit earlier that you, like, start planning on Tuesday, yeah. I totally agree with you on that sense. Because it's like, if I'm going to plan something, like, people need to know in advance. Like, give me that Facebook invite. Like, tell me you're coming. Like, give me the time. Here's the start time. Here's theme. the address. I want a theme. I, I literally theme. have... I literally have a list in my phone on my notes app of just party themes. And one oh of them is God. like a Kaylin theme where I have to come up as a version of me. I want that so badly. <laughs> Can you do it, please? I already know what I'm wearing. I have, I have, um, I don't tell me. I know don't what I'd wear. Don't tell me what you guys would wear. If it's, I, I would want to be surprised to be honest. Yeah. I have a full blown like list of shit that I would like have as party themes, but I love the now, Kaylin theme. Do you explain to me the concept of an Irish goodbye? And how 
Kenny is the queen of a good Ken- an Irish goodbye. Oh, the okay, old so Irish goodbyes. Those those get me in trouble. I'll tell it. Um, I'll tell it. So let me tell it because you don't experience it all the time. <laughs> it. So okay, you will be hang- you'll be hyping up this night and be so excited and be like, oh, okay, we're all going out. You'll be the life of the party for about a couple hours. And then um, uh, you'll go pee. And then I'll be like, where's Kenny? And then I look around and you are asleep with your hands by your face like a baby and you're and you get me a piece of pizza get me water and you that's what you do and yep. it's or if you're at a bar you just and you don't feel like saying bye to people you're not much of a good buyer or like a like a big like a hugger, hugger. yeah like you'll just dip like and i don't like, like that yeah i don't like it's letting people things. down because I know that like they might be like, oh, come on, stay. And then I'll try and stay and I'll just black out. Mm-hmm. So I just go without getting people to try and tempt me. So I just leave. I do have to say, though, you guys are similar in the sense when you want to go to bed, you're making food and you're going to bed. Like both of you guys are very similar in that sense where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to make myself yeah. some food, whatever it is. And then I'm going to go watch some shows in my bed and I'm, I'm peacing out. Like I'm done for the night. Yeah. I don't care yeah. how early it is, how late it is. Like that is your Who's routine. Judging? And both of you guys do that. Yeah. Once yeah. the decision is made that I'm going to bed, I'm going to bed. Yeah, you're not I'm coming out. I try to rally as long as I can. But once I make up my mind, then I'm like, oh, yeah. But if it's early then mm-hmm. and everyone else is awake, I don't want to feel rude and, like, let people just sit up there. Like, you know what I mean? But No, that's One time fair. I, I had, that. like, I had a couple of coworkers over, like, just for a board game night. And... <laughs> I did the Irish goodbye on a group of five people in my apartment playing board games. You can't do it at your house. You can't. I did, and I left them in the kitchen, and I woke up, and the whole kitchen was cleaned, and they were gone. <laughs> I'm doing it all the time now. Oh, yeah, my God, you're such an asshole. A reasonable hour. They had fun. They didn't need me, and they cleaned up everything, and they took off. It was the best way to say goodbye. Them cleaning up for you, though, is pretty iconic. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's a good way to get around it. Like, I'm going to start doing that when I start throwing parties. Get peace out, guys. We're going to bed. Yeah. Did it work both times? Both times. I had a taco night the other weekend. I had um, myself and three of my girlfriends over, and we made tacos. And then I actually was like, I have to work tomorrow. You guys are welcome to stay. Yeah. I have to go to bed. Um, and just like, make sure before you leave, just like, wake me up and I'll lock the door. And then they're like, okay. And, and, um, I heard the door slam on their way out a couple hours later and everything was clean. And I was like, this is not a bad plan. I think too, though, that, uh, it shows that you trust your friends, which is a good thing. Like it shows that you like have faith in your friends and that you're not, you're like, yeah, nothing's going to be taken. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, probably yeah. not a good move to do at a party, but yeah, get together. Probably sure. not. Yeah, no. if you're doing like a micro get together, then yeah, absolutely do it. But like, yes. definitely not in the sense of uh, if you're throwing a rager, you bet get your ass up. You Be better so be like guys. staying up. <laughs> These guys, let's go. I don't care. It's four o'clock in the morning. We gotta see. Gotta keep going. Yeah. Now <laughs> I want you guys to stay until seven. I'm going to bed at two, but party's yours. <laughs> Yo, you guys ready to clean up? I'm heading to bed. I know it's midnight. You guys stay for a few more hours. I'm expecting to be spotless. There's Vim underneath the sink, so get to it. <laughs> you just constantly put the pressure back on them. But yeah. uh, leaving products on the counter, like 
leaving products on the counter, like, beside the Lysol wipes. There's your paper towel. Yeah, if you guys need anything, I'm going to be down the hallway with the door locked, headphones in. Nobody talked to Everything's labeled. <laughs> That's such a good concept. I know. I'm a big fan of throwing, um, throwing things because I just love, like, I love the prep for it. Like, I love buying shit and being like, you need this mix. Don't worry, I got it. Oh, you need this ice. Don't worry, I have it. Cup, here you go. I love that kind of stuff. But I've also always dreamed about hosting a dinner party. So that's another thing, too, I've always wanted to do. But maybe down the road. Oh, however, I want to be invited to your dinner party. Your first dinner party, you're inviting me. I would love to throw it. My goal is to, like, when I get my first apartment, is I want to have, like, a pizza and wine night. I want everyone to make, like, their own. We make, like, our own pizzas or some shit like that. Or I order pizza. Who No, I'd make my pizzas. And then I'd have everybody over, whoever I wanted. And then we would all sit around and we'd drink wine and eat pizza. So, see you guys there. I know, see you guys there. there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, I want... Sorry, Lex? I would probably change the wine to something else, but I'd be good with the pizza. Right, you're not a wine girl. I forgot about that. No, I'm not a wine boy. uh, You can have some some brews. Have some brews on me. I'll give you lots of brews. (laughs) 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 Okay, so, Lex, you mentioned the importance of music and how... When you walk into a party, if it's dead, it's like a it's like a funeral. So you want to have music pumping. So I want mm-hmm. to talk to you guys about music themed things. So in the sense of we both know you guys are huge fans of Mac Miller. Mac mm-hmm. and I touched on him a little bit in our episode. Lex, when did you discover Mac? Actually, like I think I just didn't know about it when Kenny did. But my friend Anders in high school showed me Mac Miller. Okay. And I didn't even know he was that big. There was just a few songs that I was obsessed with, like Knock Knock and Donald oh my Trump. God. And, stuff. and like, old. Was, yeah, like there was a bunch of older ones that like he showed me. And then I talked about them with my sister and she knew about even older ones. So like, I, I'm also, I don't listen to the radio. I just find out songs later, eventually. But like, I just, I've known him about him since probably grade nine or 10. Hey, that's a pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like, so, and I, but I got more and more obsessed with him over the years. Obviously, we all did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was he? Uh, is he like your favorite artist of all time? Um, no, I wouldn't say of all time, but like he's up there. Like I like there, yeah. a lot of different artists, so it's hard to say of all time. So, what's like the best concert slash artist like you've ever seen? Like both of you, which like give me like, do you guys have a few that are really good? Um, have you seen some shitty ones? Because like. I can tell you, I've been to some shitty, some shitty, shitty sets. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> uh, the killers were amazing. I will say, killers. killers. The killers really? were good. So what was, good. It was shitty, Kaylin. Honestly, like I've been to some music festivals and I've been to some crowds, and I'm like, dude, what is this? Like, this yeah. is actually brutal. Like when I first saw, so I saw Dua Lipa before she like got her shit together and learned how to dance. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I saw her at Oceaga 2018, and I was like, it was good because I liked Dua Lipa, but I was also like, damn, this stage presence is bad. Um, I have seen some, like, it kind of depends on the artist, because I've seen Elton John, and Elton John is, like, very much, like, everybody knows Elton John. It's kind of a wide range of ages, but it's like, you're not going to Elton John and getting shit-faced. Like, you're going to Elton yeah. John... He's going to get up from the piano every time he plays a song and then he's going to sit back down again and play another song. And he's going to get up and say thank you and do the same thing. So he's going to do that. Obviously, I've been to some K-pop concerts. I'm not going to deny the truth. 
Um, I was kind of shocked how good like Maroon 5 was. That one kind of threw me off. But my God, there was a lot of drunk middle-aged women around me. So I definitely felt, uh, I felt like with my people, me and all the middle-aged women, all enjoying Adam <laughs> Levine. <laughs> oh my God. Um, as much as like people don't like her or they love her, like she's like whatever, Taylor Swift, great performer. Which great. tour did you see? Um, it she was it was around love story. I don't know. Oh, so that was like fearless, oh, right? Yes. I skipped out on that concert. So yeah, I, was really I was shocked. I was like, okay, we won the tickets, so I wasn't losing anything. I don't but, love won tickets. My yeah, dad like, did. <gasps> oh, you mean uh, Black Moon Images? Hell yeah! Black Moon Images. <laughs> Plug it in. Plug it in. Guys, go follow Black Moon Images on oh. Instagram. <laughs> You'll regret it instantly. <laughs> yeah. A lot of pictures of Morgan. A lot of, oh, yeah. Morgan, I just want to start. say, though, Kaylin, it's very, very on brand for you to go to a Maroon 5 concert. <laughs> I actually, I don't think I even knew that you ever went to one until right now. And I, I 100%, it checks out. It yeah, checks I'd out. also go to a, I'd go to a Coldplay concert in a heartbeat as well. So that also oh, is very would. on brand for me. I, I saw Sparks. <laughs> you meet your husband there. I saw Sparks. Uh, Look around. <laughs> <laughs> I like meet him by the bathroom. I'm throwing up from all like the bruise I had. Hey, bruise. you're not shit. Bruise at <laughs> yeah, a Coldplay concert. Yeah, um, it's good. I mean, obviously, like I saw One Direction twice. I would of say course. the second. Of course, I did. I know. I would say like the second time was pretty shitty. I'm not gonna lie. Like without Zayn, very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of depends. So like, so which concerts have you seen that were definitely a little bit lackluster? Not oh, as right. great as you thought they were going to be, or which ones were like blew your mind? They were so good. Mumford blew my mind. Mumford and Sons. Mumford and Sons. Really? It was, it was. I was shocked. I didn't even want to go that bad, but I. But it was like in Niagara on the Lake, and I went with my friend Taylin, so mm-hmm. that was fun. But like, I didn't think I was even going to like it that much, and it was so good. And then the worst one, probably one of friggin' festival, mm. one like a DJ. I'm just trying to think of who. So, yeah, Mumford and Sons gives also... such like uh, East Coast energy. Mumford and I Sons know. feels like oh, who Mac? I think it's um, Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney, he's a country singer. Yeah, I went to Boots and Hearts. I'm pretty sure he was there. I forgot you went to Boots and Hearts. Holy I shit! It. I went to Boots and Hearts it. twice. I know. Yeah, I know. I my actually, I have it. a story that I've never told about Boots and Hearts on here. When mm-hmm. I saw Sam Hunt, Sam Hunt was fine. It was, he was a good, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a girl, so you're in a mosh pit. I'm setting the scene. You're a literally, you're, well, not a mosh pit. That's not true. You're at a country concert. Everybody's just freaking in jeans and plaid Everyone's with no moshing. shirts on. Everyone's moshing. You're definitely you're not moshing. Definitely not moshing. You're literally like sardines, right? So you have like the stage comes out. It's like that little strip. There's like the dude on the end of the stage. I was like, and honestly, really close to him. I don't know how I... I don't know how I weaseled my way up to the front, but I somehow weaseled. did. I weaseled. And um, there was a girl, like two girls down for me, like two people down for me. And she peed herself. Ooh. Oh, that sucks. Middle, in the middle of the um, concert, like the middle of the set. And everybody was Uh-oh. like, oh my God, why are you peeing yourself? Ugh. And then um, this guy is so drunk. She's like, she's crying. She's so upset. She's like, I have a UTI. 
you can't say shit. I have to pee here. And all of us were just like disgusted that she just peed herself in the middle of this this like crowd. This, this guy's so drunk, he's like, Yeah, you can get on my shoulders. So he lets pissy pants on her his shoulders. Oh, pissy and pants. And I'm like, pissy pants, like Mac, and they were jeans, like jean shorts. So you know that shit was sticky, wet, and heavy. Soaked. And he put that soaked. And he put that girl on her his shoulders. And I remember I was with my my old roommate Morgan, and I was like, Oh my god. Oh my god. And then like everybody was like, What's wrong with you, dude? The guy was so blacked out. Like, I don't think there was a thought behind those eyes. Just no. a lifeless body with pissy pants. He on did his not even remember that she peed. No, pants. like like, like the lights in home. Yeah, literally, like just like and just dead, dead inside. But that was I probably like admit. that was a, Yeah. Oh sorry. I, I was gonna say I will admit there was one time I was going to see the killers and I just did a bunch of shotguns because I, I guess we just had to drink really quick. And I just remember sitting at the, we had the perfect spot for the killers front row, middle. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. Like I have yeah. to get out of the crowd. And I lost my spot and I was alone for the rest the, the entire set. Oh, so like, that sucks. Sometimes you just have to pee your pants. You know, diaper. bring a diaper. Maybe oh. that's a good option. That's the rule here is to bring a diaper. So Lex, you mentioned, Another, sorry, no, no, continue Lex. Continue. Sorry. Um, Another really, really, really good band is July Talk. Oh my god. Yes. I forgot like those people existed. July that's Talk? such a random July Talk, yeah. Aren't yeah. they like they're indie, right? Like that's the kind of style that they sing? I rock, guess so. They're rock. rock indie, yeah. yeah. But uh Lex, you mentioned going to music festivals. So yes. obviously I've been to a few, Max been to a few, and you were you've been to like girl, you've been to EDC, so you have yeah. gone yeah. through the trenches of a music festival. What are your like musical fest music festival like must haves? What you need to do to prep? What you need to not bring and like just rules like rules and engagement. Um. Okay. So number one, and always have an empty water bottle because they're assholes and they'll take a water bottle for you from you even if it's not even cracked open. Like mm. so, if you have an empty one, you could fill up. Bring that, but like they yeah. literally, I had a full thing of water and they're like no and i'm like hey well i'm chugging this and it's so hot out so that i chugged it but like whatever um a fanny pack must have because mm -hmm. you don't trust anyone i don't care how nice they are they're all high probably so like or drunk and so like you just you want it on you you don't want to have a backpack and you don't want to have a purse a fanny pack is right in front of you and you can't lose it Good so point. that's a must have um comfort comfy shoes I've done some dumb things. I've worn flip-flops at festivals. I've done, like, it's just idiot. Like, you just got to wear Converse mm -hmm. or something comfy. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, sunscreen, depending on where you go. You know, the basic stuff. Oh, yeah, sunscreen. Yeah. That's a really good point. With EDC, though, was it was at nighttime, so we were lucky because it was so hot. Vegas is obviously hot. Yeah. And, like, it was, like, 7 p.m. Like, so it was like sunset, but it was warm. It's Vegas, right? In July right. or whatever, August, June, it was June. And so that was okay. But yeah, what was the other thing you were asking? You said must haves. Oh, like must haves, what not to do. Like who would you like groups of people you would want to go with? Like that kind of stuff. Like I've discovered like some highs and some lows of music festivals and things that I would, if I was continued to go to them, stuff that I've learned personally, like you're talking about like shoes absolutely that is a must-have you yeah. need to get decent shoes for a car like a music festival bring like tums even if you feel fine you never know bring oh tums. good point yeah or those like always like capsules that you just put in a drink and like automatically yeah. you're yeah you need that yeah. you need that life back in you 
Yeah, you yeah, don't realize how hot it is or how, like, whatever it can be. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I know um, everybody knows that my dream is to go to Coachella. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. And uh, my also, my second dream is to go to Lollapalooza. And it's in, uh, it's in July. Yeah, it's in July and it's in Chicago. And it's it's a little bit, it's not as big as Coachella, obviously, because Coachella is, like, the biggest music festival in the world. But, like, I didn't know oh, that. Yeah, it's um, mm-hmm. that, it, that Coachella is the biggest one. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, it is the biggest. There is a really big, big one that's only in Europe, but I don't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Uh, Tomorrowland? Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. That one's huge, too. Yeah. yeah Good job, Tomorrow guys. World. Okay, Miss Google. I see you. Um, there's Tomorrow World, and then there's my, um, what's the Miami one? Miami. Oh, uh, I know EDC travels, too. Like, EDC Miami's a big one. Well, um, there's, there's, um, oh, there's what is it? My friend Chloe went there. There's there's EDC, which is mostly Vegas, and then there's yeah. Met Miami. What is the Miami one? I'm gonna look it up. There's a there's New York Zoo, or there's like Zoo York or something, which is another yeah. one too. But yeah. um, what I've learned from music festivals for sure is that like you are going in energized, and you are coming out like Dead. as like a dried up fish. Like you are just so ultra. exhausted. It's oh, ultra. ultra right, Ultra Miami. Good point, Ultra yeah. Miami. That's a huge yeah. one. Tomorrowland's huge. Coachella's huge. Um, Lollapalooza is big because Lollapalooza travels cool. around. Veld and Digital are puny compared to all these. I know. Toronto, like, Toronto does not have great music festivals. I mean, Boots and Hearts is the biggest one in Canada for country, which is yeah. saying something, which is pretty good. But, like, any type of other alternative music, like, Canada does not stand a chance. You guys went to Way Home. Though, I loved Way Home. I loved which, it. Which exa- existed for, like, three years and then dipped. I know. Sad. I yeah. loved Way Home. Way Home was like a very small, it wasn't small, but it wasn't massive. It was a music mm-hmm. festival in, in like Burles Creek, which is like north of, um, north of our hometown. And, um, it was interesting. Like I didn't get to go because I wasn't interested in the music at the time, but that was during yeah. my like EDM phase and my country phase. So I, I wasn't like into that. I really like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably now I would have. Yeah. Um, but I know too, though, Oshiega is the one that I went to in Montreal oh. and that's, Oshiega is great. Like, Oshiega was probably the most organized music festival I've ever been to. Like, it probably was like because clean. you had all the the treats. You you made it nice for yourself. Probably. Yeah. I you will say, you know, going back. Sorry, going back to like what you don't do at a festival. Do mm-hmm. not leave. You can't get back in. Good they point. We, we were promised that we would get back in, and Shana and I went to my friend's boat because it was at Ontario Place, mm-hmm. and we walked to the boat. And we were we were told we can get back in. We walked back, and it was it was um, this a different guy, and I pointed to the guy that it was. I was like, he said we can come back in. So I was like, and I had a video of him. I was like, can you say it? Because like obviously I do, I had a feeling that we wouldn't. It was a whole thing, and he's like, okay, go in the other door, that like you other entrance. Sorry, and then we walked all the way over there, and they wouldn't let us in. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, oh my I god, just, oh, I didn't know thing. that though. It's like when you enter the festival grounds, you are literally in there until everything ends. Yeah. So, unless you decide to leave on your own, but I understand that. Musical festivals, music festivals are a curse, a blessed a curse. I want to see Lollapalooza. I'd love to go this summer, but I'm waiting for the drop. I know you guys are going to LA. When are you guys going again? Ooh. June. June. July. Well, end of June. Oh, end right. Of- You're going like the beginning of July, right? 
Yeah, like we're just gonna be going home on July fourth, which I don't know why we planned it like that. But why did you plan it on Independence Day and you're in the states? I would have like at least waited one more day. Yeah. Like go hang out with all the rednecks. But we're gonna be there for Canada Day, which is kind of funny. Oh yeah, you are too. (laughs) That's kind of good though. But think of it that way. Like, hey, that's a day off here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can walk around in Canada clothes. Yeah, they'll know you're from Canada. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, they'll hear that accent come through. And then they'll be like, you're not from here. We yeah. So we booked our flight, but we don't have a place to stay. So that's cool. We're homeless. Well, do, well that's not true, though. Like, guys, do like an Airbnb or something. Or we'll go to a hotel. Yeah. We'll, we'll I was just joking. Yeah. Uh, we're going to we're gonna book an Airbnb or something. It's just kind of funny that, like, we booked the flight first without having the place to stay set. But apparently that's a lot easier to book than the flights. So you may as well 100%. just do that. My, uh, yeah. my, my boss who went to like Nashville in the in November, she booked her flight like very last minute, but she booked her Airbnb first because she was going to drive. Anyways, it turns out that like booking your flight is like the least stressful part. Like she yeah. booked her flight the day before and then she already had the Airbnb booked. So you guys are going to be fine. Like get oh, that well, Airbnb. We're the opposite. For the opposite. So we need to book that Airbnb, probably. Just probably based on the dates, you probably want to start looking, like, now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have yeah. looked at a couple, and I have, I have a few, like, like you know, you can save them or heart them or whatever. I have a yeah. few saved. So. If you go to L.A., them. when you go to L.A., please eat at In-N-Out for me, and then tell me how it is. What's, there's, a, there's a bunch of burger places that are crazy, right? That are, like, yeah. known In-N-Out. Yeah. In-N-Out, In-N-Out, In-N-Out is, like, only an animal thing. Animal, animal fries or animal what? Yeah. In and out's like the only one in California. Animal style. Thank you. That's it. And uh, yeah, there's a bunch of places you guys are going to try in LA. Oh my God. I'm so jealous. I'm such a whore for celebrities. So I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I know. I hope I hope we can go to like one of the Bravo restaurants. Oh my God. Imagine you, you guys should see if you can get into Vanderpump Rules and see if you can book a reservation now. Because it's so far into the future. It's called Sir. But... <laughs> so, whatever. Sorry. I know what you mean. <laughs> Thank I, you, I thank think you. I am gonna call. Oh, I should do that and just like ask for Raquel. Be like, hey, can I talk to the hostess? I don't know if she's the hostess. Imagine it. Well, she's probably only there for filming days. Remember that? Probably. Uh, oh, Sasha's crying. Please ignore. Oh, me. I was like, that a cat. That's my cat. So like I just want to kind of. Yeah, I know she's old. Um, I just kind of want to wrap this podcast <laughs> up. <laughs> I want to say thank you guys so much for coming on, but I just want to give Mac a little promo, a little shout out. You just started a podcast. Tell yes, me about it. Um, well, honestly, like what happened was, what happened was, Kaylin, um, I did her podcast a couple of weeks ago and it just reminded me like how much fun it was when I had one. Um, and I had my mic still under my bed and no one was buying it. So I was like, honestly, maybe this is a sign that I should just do it again, try it again and just like mm-hmm. not be so hard on myself. So yeah, I just gave it another whirl and... Here we are. It's called Kicking It with Kenny. Check it out. Kaylin and I are actually recording an episode for it this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, we both release on Mondays too. So check when this episode drops, Kicking It with Kenny will also be dropping. So we'll do a little we'll do a little cross promo and we'll share yeah. we'll share your shit. Um, but I want to say thank you guys so much for being on. I've never had like dual guests before. Like obviously yes, cool. Carl and I, Carl and I hosted for Atlanta, but like to have two guests on my own. I thank you for uh, mm-hmm. being that. That was awesome. Have my little sis, the little sister duo. Love that. Yes. Sisters. Um, sisters. Sisters. Uh, thank you guys so much. If you have any, do you guys have any final thoughts? 
No. Um, all of no, but, uh, and I, I'm sorry I didn't say how to get to see Carly, but. Yes. Oh, that's like okay. Carly. Carly's got a lot of shit going on. She's a busy lady right now, so it kind of works <laughs> out. But uh, I'm glad that we're able to do this. And uh, maybe in the future, when you guys go to L.A., we need an L.A. episode. That's oh, what we yes. need to do. We'll do an That's LA true. episode, yeah, and we'll catch up on that because yes. I need you guys. I need to have you guys back on. But thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Match Their Energy on Instagram, and we will catch you next week. See ya. Thank Bye. You.